Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Get Digital podcast. I'm Megan Harley, Head of Creative at Cicero, and I'm joined by the lovely Chris and James. How are you guys? Very good, thank you. Feeling feeling festive? Yeah, Christmas tree is up, and I have a Santa hat at the ready by my laptop, just in case. All right, mine's downstairs. <laughs> oh yeah, we should, really should have dressed up for this, didn't we? Yeah. I do have a piece of tinsel. Yeah, that's all you need. I have <laughs> yeah. <some> wine. <laughs> digital, 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 digital. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. James, do you want to kick off with those roundups? So I have been having a look through all the various um, social media roundups that have been published so far. So you've got Twitter, as is, they do each year called hashtag this happened, where it looks back what happened on Twitter in the past 12 months. Uh, Facebook IQ, which is kind of Facebook's data and analytics done, um, have done their review. Um, TikTok have done theirs for the first time. Um, and I'm sure we'll get Googles and YouTubes in the coming days, but they've not been published yet. But now I've been having a look through and picking through some interesting findings for you. And I thought I'd just uh, quiz you a little bit, see if you can guess what, what people have been posting about in 2020. Brilliant. Love this. Do it. Yeah. Usually Megan is the quiz master on these podcasts, but it, this is my moment to ask her questions. The tables have been turned. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to start with Twitter. I mean, start with an easy one, easy you into it. Who was the most tweeted about person worldwide in 2020? Uh, that was my buzzer. Yep. Donald no Trump. one said anything about a buzzer. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, non-competitive competition. Oh, right, Non-competitive sorry. quiz. But, okay, good. But yeah, it was, it was Donald Trump, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Um, who do you think the second most tweeted about person was? Johnny think- Depp. No, 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 he's not in the top ten. Think think like US elections still. Oh, okay. Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. So they were two two obvious ones showing how how much the election kind of played out on Twitter, particularly with um Trump using his Twitter um as a platform to spread his various claims and misinformation. Um but Kamala Harris was also in the top ten. Um and Barack Obama was the fifth most tweeted about person, showing that even though he's not been president for a few years and now he still has quite a lot of influence and people um, still interested in he was, what he has to say. But one I found quite interesting was number three. So think about like kind of um, events and movements that happened in 2020. Who do you think the third most tweeted about person was? Oh, Greta Thunberg. It was George Floyd. We have a clue. Oh, George Floyd. Oh, Which I thought was really interesting given how, how big the Black Lives Matter movement became this year. Obviously, it's kind of kind of exploded and was in the... Yeah limelight this year that whether it kind of really would have exploded in the way it did without that video that was posted and shared everywhere i also think as well just going back to your obama the reason that he was in the top five is because of that awesome basketball shot that he he nailed did you see that that's oh, true he was like uh, it was when they were doing the campaign and, and he was like yeah. oh, he went to some sort of i think it was in a school uh like just with Joe Biden, and then somebody just passed him the ball he was on the edge of the court and was just like swish straight in and he was just like it's just what I do (laughs) (laughs) and then he kind of walked out the room looking really cool and then Biden was just left standing there like almost like shrugging his shoulders like how do I respond to that that? it's just been completely (laughs) overshadowed he's meant to be the main man there but still all eyes on Obama the fact is if you just kind of look through these uh, Facebook and Twitter stats is it's COVID and it's Black Lives Matter like COVID top hashtag 
tweeted 400 million times. Mm. And Black Lives Matter was the second most tweeted hashtag in 2020. So there's, there's no kind of escaping those heavy topics, but it shows how, mm. well, on the COVID side, how the kind of real world people's um, real world experiences are reflected in their online experiences. But then on the Black Lives Matter movement, how how much of it was driven by online activity. And whether actually those two are slightly related in that the George Floyd happen, thing happened round about lockdown time, mm. when people were probably spending a lot more time at home on Twitter and on Facebook, and perhaps, you know, there was less other things going on in the news. It was all COVID, COVID, COVID. And then this other story came along and there's suddenly more space for it to get some attention. And people are paying attention to it perhaps more than they have for similar incidents in the past few years. That is a strong start of the podcast, though. Like, Merry Christmas, uh, (laughs) pandemics and racism. It it does just show how bleak this year has been, because I was trying to think, oh, you know, has anything, like, really positive happened? And I'm just like, "Mm, no. Even after that, it it goes, what, like, pandemic, racism, Brexit? Oh, gosh, yeah. (laughs) This is a bit lighter and something you'll enjoy discussing, Chris. Uh, by how much do you think the searches for how to grow an avocado increased on Facebook from April 2019 to April 2020? Oh, it'll have gone absolutely <laughs> through, through the, the roof. roof. Yeah, I'm going to say like an, a thousand percent increase. It's a hundred times, hundred that- times more searches in April 2020 compared to April 2019. I think people have been disappointed when they found the results of that search because I think, as you know, Chris, it, it takes years for an avocado tree to actually produce avocados, like 10 years or something ridiculous. I tried and I got, I think I got something like eight months into it and then mm. I, I got an infestation of mice and one of the mice ate, ate the goddamn avocado. So eight months <laughs> of work, completely down the drain. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I suppose it's better to happen eight months in rather than say eight years in. You that is still. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It's still pretty soul destroying. Also, apparently on Instagram, according to Facebook IQ, there were twice as many conversations about allotments and grow your own in 2020 compared to 2019. I love uh, that. So again, lockdown activities just saw a surge across the board in I... 2020. Yeah, yeah, I expected that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, TikTok was a fun one. This is the first time that TikTok has ever done its own kind of year in review like the other platforms. They've called mm-hmm. it the TikTok 100 and they've done it um, based like as a country breakdown. So there's a UK-specific year in review. Um, the most watched video on TikTok in 2020 was <laughs> just classic TikTok. It was a lion walking through a, sas- a safari park set to some music. Actually... My second favourite video, I'll send it to you now, you can see what you think, um, but it was of this um, kind of domino train that someone, again, had made in lockdown. Domino train? Also, so the, the one that was number one is literally just a, a lion. Yeah, said to like, yeah, you feel their pain at the end. That yeah, devastating. all that effort. And the yeah. all over you again. have to reset it all again. Oh, and it's so close as well, it just bounces around yeah. the head. Um, so I can see why that got so many, so many views. Um, okay, who do you think was the what TikTok named as its top UK celebrity in 2020? I mean, is it a TikToker? Because yeah. I don't know. Uh, so these are these are they've separated it out as traditional celebrities, and then they've highlighted the TikTokers elsewhere. So it's someone who was famous well before TikTok. Tom Fletcher. 
Nope, not in the top 10. <laughs> I don't think you'll get it, but I'd like to hear some guesses. Think someone who was maybe perhaps bigger in the past, who you think you don't hear so much from these days. Ainsley Harriet. No, but you're in the right ballpark. No. Right, okay. No, uh, oh, Noel Edmonds. No, no. Well, why do you go from Ainsley Harriet to Noel Edmonds? They're completely different. Gordon Ramsay. Yes, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, no. Yeah, he has 15.4 million followers. And the second most has 4.4 million followers. Oh, a, wow. A 54-year-old chef, about the same age as Chris, is the most, <laughs> most followed UK celebrity on TikTok. Um, so basically, there's this hashtag, which I also named as one of their top hashtags for the year, Ramsey Reacts, where people send pictures of their food to Gordon Ramsay, and then he just acts in disgust and rips it. He is hilarious, though. What is it? Oh, idiot, sandwich. idiot sandwich. That's it. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, people obviously want to get roasted by him so keep sending in their their um food even good food he just rips into and yeah tiktok has kind of given gordon ramsay a, a speck of wind cool so obviously this year has been a pretty hard year but then um there's been some interesting campaigns that uh, a lot of brands have been doing during the lockdown um and the pandemic so i think it'd be good for us to discuss some of those cool campaigns that we've enjoyed and that we've kind of noticed. There was that one earlier today, Chris, you mentioned the one about Percy Pigs, which I love Percy Pigs. I could do those right now. Um, but do you want to just explain what it is and why I, you like it? Yeah, so <laughs> this, was, this really just made me laugh and chuckle. And also I thought it was really creative, but um, especially when this year everyone's found it really hard to come up with new and creative ideas in such a, like, almost restricted world where I thought Marks and Spencer's their food team um, that runs their social media did a really good job by using the empty office of their like headquarters in London and pretending that like loads of stuffed toys that like were basically giant life-size Percy pigs they like placed them around the office as if they were running the the food department in Marks and Spencer's so they were setting them up as like around mm-hmm. the table, having an executive board meeting, just sitting at the desk, um, like on the computer doing some work. But it was just really clever where they managed to get so much Instagram content out of it. So it just went viral. It was a really good campaign. Yeah, I think that's a really clever campaign and kind of making use of uh, difficult circumstances and reacting quite quickly. And also a brand that everyone knows and like you say, everyone loves. Yeah, no, I think it was really good. Um, especially, I think it's, it just kind of highlights that you can do stuff that's kind of quick, easy, cheap, um, but is really effective. And you can just kind of churn those ideas out. And it's just, yeah, it's really good. And I love Percy Pigs. So, yeah. Well, one of my um, favorite campaigns this year was actually from Zoom. So when everyone started working from home um, and started using Zoom, in a lot of cases, people using it for the first time and they discovered that you could set your own virtual background and they started posting oh, them online and you got yeah. people doing things like recording videos of them walking in on themselves and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, Zoom kind of saw that thing that was happening spontaneously and kind of tried to bring it back under their ownership by starting running Zoom virtual background competitions and encouraging people to submit their pictures on their social media channel and they'd pick the winner. Um, and I'll send you, send you a picture now of one of their first winners back in March, April, where it's amazing. Um, this guy basically managed to look at, make himself look like he was uh, floating in space. Oh, wow. 
so it's like the backdrop is um, the International Space Station with the Earth oh, out the window. Okay. But he looks like he's floating. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's really good. And what I loved about this is after he won it, the company that he actually works for published a blog on their website describing the background of it. Um, so it turns out that when the company first started using Zoom back in 2018 and Zoom added the virtual background feature the first time, this guy saw an opportunity and started producing all his own crazy backgrounds um, just to like amuse his team members and amuse the people he worked with. To show you how he did that uh, space station background, here is a picture. Mm-hmm. He suspended himself from the ceiling by... Oh, my a, word. By a oh piece my of... Gosh. By a piece of green fabric <laughs> that became part of the green screen. That's commitment. on the table as well. Um, and this was actually the first monthly competition that Zoom won. I feel a bit bad for him because he won. Uh, Zoom sent him an email saying he's the winner and please send us your like T-shirt size. And we'll send you some Zoom swag. So I think he won a T-shirt. But in later competitions, they partnered with other companies and made it like big decent prize giveaways like um, oh, a yes. part- I think the next one they partnered with Logitech and the prize was some high-end headphones which I think oh. is much better than a Zoom Zoom t-shirt oh. so he, he went too early they in the competition because I yeah. think this would have won any month I, don't, I mean what he's essentially doing there is procrastinating to the extreme yes um, but his company has yeah. completely embraced it and endorsed it and actually seen it as a as a marketing opportunity for themselves that's so good should we do the quiz Quiz. Are you guys ready? Have you got a pen and paper? I've got a pen and paper. Are you ready? Christmas quiz! Ding dong, merrily on hold. Um, cool. Okay, so, ready guys? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a very Christmassy quiz to get us in the mood. Um, so, question number one. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Question number two. In Home Alone... Where are the McAllisters going on holiday when they leave Kevin behind? What a great question. Great. Moving on. Question number three. Which country did eggnog originate? (laughs) (laughs) What? I did not know this. Question number four. In which country is it tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? (laughs) Yeah, I saw this on a documentary. Um, Question number five. What is traditionally hidden inside a Christmas pudding? What time is the Queen's speech traditionally broadcast on Christmas Day? Question number eight. In Home Alone 2, who does Kevin run into in the hotel lobby? I literally only watched this the other day because I've never seen it. What? You've never seen Home Alone? No, I'd seen the original one, just not Home Alone 2. I don't think I've seen number two, but I've seen this clip. I I think I know who this is. Question number nine. What is the name of the main villain in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Which Hollywood actor played six different roles in The Polar Express? Yeah, do you want another one, guys? We've got another one. We're 11 now. Yeah, so yeah. Um, in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, what happened every time a bell rang? I love that film. Ready? Yes. Yeah, ready. I think 11's enough, don't you? Okay. Right, number. so, yeah. Well, you know, we are odd. It's fine. Um, question number one. Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? I mean, I, I 
guessed Denmark. I put Germany. No, incorrect. It is Germany. Oh, James. Was, have you got any like background behind this? Why they did it? Usually, if the question relates to a Christmas tradition, Germany is a good shout. Mm-hmm. Good. It's just, just my rule for quizzes. Is that where Christmas came from? <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. it's the best guess you can make. Is Santa Claus German? Yeah, yeah. But apparently St. Nicholas, whatever, was born in Turkey. So I don't know. Um, question number two. In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on holiday when they leave Kevin behind? I, I said France, Paris. Yeah, Paris. Oui, oui. Question number three. Which country did eggnog originate in? Uh, I went against my own rule here because I'd already put Germany. And I said the US just because I consider it an American thing, but I had no I, yeah, idea. That was my reasoning as well. I put America. Yeah. No, it, it's Britain. Is it Britain? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I thought that tradition died. Yeah. yeah three of us have never had it. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen, like, cause in the US you yeah. can, like, buy it, right? Like, ready Do you know made. what it might have been when... It's, it's uh, terrible. Maybe we went over. When we went over there, when uh, uh, way yeah. back when they probably brought that over, and then they they liked it. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Columbus took yeah. it over there to get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> downright. Um, question number four: In which country is it tradition to eat KFC for Christmas dinner? Chris, I've, uh, yeah, I've just remembered. Well, I've put China, but I'm, I'm oh. worried it could be. Is it Japan or? Uh, I or put Vietnam? Indonesia. It's Japan, but oh, you put China, so great. They have like literally queues of people waiting for a bucket of their loved chicken. Uh, so, question number five: What is traditionally hidden inside a Christmas pudding? I really don't like Christmas pudding. I put fifty p. Oh, yeah. I, I put. Oh, I put coins, but more specifically, I put a threepenny bit. A what? A, th- a threepenny bit, which is really old currency that they used to put in Christmas pudding. Well, yeah, I would have taken a coin, so you're both fine, yeah. Have you guys not no. heard of a threepenny bit? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I, is it the way you're saying it? I don't know. Like oh, really old England so like tuppence or like yeah, really old? It's, it's really it's like old like that, yeah. But older? Yeah. Threepenny Farthing. Bit. Penny. Like penny okay. farthings and things like that. Yeah. That'd be a big Christmas okay. present. Okay. <laughs> What is it? A fret a bit? What? <laughs> a a threepenny bit. So it's like. A fret. A threepenny bit. <laughs> threepenny. Ransom bants and a threepenny bit. <laughs> oh, Sorry. God. Okay, moving on. What time is the Queen's speech traditionally broadcast on Christmas Day? 3 p.m. Bye on. Oh, right. I, I, I did not put that. <laughs> what did you what put? Did you put? I put 7 p.m. Oh, that's repeat. Oh, is it? I don't know. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so, question number seven. What colour are mistletoe berries? White. White, yeah. White. Yeah. Question number eight. In Home Alone 2, who does Kevin run into in the hotel lobby? Donald Trump. Yeah. Did you get that, Chris? I got that, yeah. Uh, question number nine. What is the name of the main villain in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Oogie Boogie. <laughs> Yeah, oogie boogie, uh, oogie boogie man. <laughs> uh, then those two extra ones I did. So question number 10. Oh, I might lose <laughs> it on the extra questions. Oh, damn. Should have just left it where it was. 
Um, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? Tom Hanks. Indeed. Did you get that, James? No. Final question. My favourite movie. I love this. Um, Christmas movie. In the movie It's Wonderful Life, what happened every time a bell rang? Uh, <laughs> it first time, but now I'm having serious doubts. I thought an angel dies. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, the, it's the opposite. An angel gets its wings. Oh, God. That's a, a very different film. Dark. Yeah, I was like, this is going to reflect very badly on me. I'm a bummer's angel dies. <laughs> that is brilliant. I put an angel gets its wings. It gets its wings, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chris has won this Christmas special quiz. Woo! And well done, Chris. Wait, how many did you get? Seven. Yeah, see, I got six, but they were six out of eight. If that had been a nine-question <laughs> quiz, I'd have won. Well, I got seven that's what we originally was, guys. I mean... I'd just like to keep it funky, you know. Why does it have to be ten? It can be nine. Or eleven. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm now going to go and watch James's favourite film, It's a Terrible Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not only did I lose the quiz, now people think I've got something against angels. <laughs> Every time a bell rings, an angel dies. It dies. <laughs> we'll do that. Beat me. Damn angels. Trust <laughs> me, that quiz. Stop giving them their wings. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it from us, folks. Um, we hope you've enjoyed our rants and bants. Um, and Merry Christmas. And we'll speak to you guys in the new year. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Ding dong.